Hey, 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 guys, this is Carlo, and uh, you're listening to Rocket Dreamer. Yes. <laughs> um, Rocket Dreamer has been um, a baby project for me. It's a pet project that I've been doing for a while, and um, I think it's been a few weeks now, right? That uh, No, not a few weeks, but a few episodes. This is probably episode four or five. I don't really remember <laughs> right now, but... Um, I'm super happy because, like, uh, previously, earlier on, um, I only get to record once every, like, two weeks because of the craziness of things and schedule, things like that. And I don't want it to sound like an excuse, but the truth is, like, right now, I'm getting more of the hang of it and finding time to actually uh, work on the episodes and so yeah i've been able to record more so for this week i um this is the second one that i'm recording the one that i recorded a couple days ago is already uploaded um in my rss feed but it's not showing up yet in anchor i mean not in anchor anchor is where i put it up but um yeah if you if you have anchor you can just find it there and you can listen to it but like Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, it's supposed to be there, but it's take it's been a day, but it's not there yet. I don't know why, probably like a tech problem or something like that. But yeah, I'm super happy that I'm able to record a second one today. Hopefully, I'll be able to do another one in two days, so that makes three in a week. Although, this is still going to be a weekly podcast as much as I can. I I don't want to stretch myself out too thin and, you know, promise that I'll be able to produce more. But I'm also exploring some other things. Um, yeah, like um, I'm going to announce it uh, next time when when it's already there. No promises yet. But yeah, I'm working on it and hopefully get it up pretty soon so you guys get something more daily. Cool. All right. Um so I've always warned um, first timers that if you hear something in the background, you know I apologize if it, it makes if it's annoying or something like that. But I do listen to this before I upload, and if it's bearable, tolerable, you know, if my words, you know, the way I speak is understandable, then and the background is still there, but it's not too noisy, then I just go ahead and uh, upload it. So um, I apologize if. You ever, you know, like crisp things and not hear anything in the background. Super sorry. I'm just doing this in the comforts of my own living room, right? Sometimes I stay in the bedroom. Sometimes I stay in my um, office. I have, a, I have a home office where I work at. So, yeah. All right, cool. Um, the topic for today is still mindset. <laughs> And if if you know me, I'm really big on mindset, and that's because I really, I really, really believe that mindset is what drives people to do things. Right? the The concept of a belief system, you know, a set of things that you hold on to, is what drives you to choose and make decisions. Right? And when you understand this, then you will get the idea that if, yes, it's true that mindsets affect the way we make decisions and therefore our decisions 
come up i mean like you know your your decisions uh formulate results right let's say today you decide to be healthy and eat right so because of that decision you get a result out of that decision okay so it's like mindset is the source of that result so mindset creates certain decisions and these decisions create the results so in order for you to change the result you need to change your decisions right because i've heard this time and again like for the longest time maybe like for 15 years or something like that that um insanity is um like the definition of insanity is doing things the same way and expecting a different result right so you do things over and over same still same thing but you're expecting a different result so they say that's the definition of insanity right so that means that if you want a different result you have to change your decisions like let's say i'm not eating healthy now that's what i decide on i eat on junk food and stuff like that then i will have a certain result in terms of my health now if i want to change that result i would have to change my decision i would have to decide to eat right i would have to exercise and all that stuff and because we know that decisions affect result the question now is how do we influence our decisions and like i said decisions are you know i really feel that um it's not just one thing that affects decisions you know there's a lot of different things but a majority you know a percentage that affects decision making i would like to believe that's mindset it's what you think right values is another thing but i think values are also affected by mindset so like i think it all stems down to what you believe in how you see yourself how you see the world so ultimately what we need to do to change our result is to change our mind right and we do that by reverse engineering and really looking at mindset under the microscope you know our specific beliefs and see what is it that's working for us and what is it that's not working for us so today i really want to talk about mindset in the context of success so we all view success differently and our mindset affects the way we think about um who is successful what is success and how do we measure it for me there are how would i put it like probably different categories of success because one it's an identity two it's a result and three it's a milestone or like a destination for example if let's say i have a goal and my goal is to travel to all countries in europe and i was able to do that then that makes me successful in that endeavor so for me that's that's success as a milestone success as um you know success in goal setting you know as a destination like you get there right it's like running a marathon if i get to the end i'm successful in that aspect that's not what we're going to talk about today 
The second part um, is uh, success as an identity. Like for me, you can't embrace success as your identity instead of something that you wait for, right? For example, um, people, you know, there are people that you know who are generous. They're just generous. It's not their giving that makes them generous. They're just naturally generous. It's their identity. They are generous not because they give. They give because they're generous, right? So that's a, that's a certain mindset, all right? And uh, that's, that's not what, what, what we're going to talk about today. So the third thing is success as a result. Or very simply, how do we know if, this, if a person is a successful person? That's it. Like, how do I know that I'm successful in general? How do I know that this person is successful in general? More importantly, actually, is there a measure? You know, is there a way to gauge whether a person is successful or not? So I did a talk a few weeks ago. I was invited to the, this uh, freelancer meetup event, and I was able to just share some of uh, the things that's in my heart, right? And the topic that I discussed with them was how to be a successful freelancer. So it's more more of like uh, the mindset of a successful freelancer. And one of the main things that I've tackled with them that I feel isn't really discussed, right, is the topic of what is really success? Like, how do you measure success? Because the world sees success in such a way we're in, you know, like wealth determines success. You know, how much money, how much income you have, or like, you know, what profession you're in. Like, if you're a doctor, and you're not just like, for people, you know, for ordinary people, like if you become a doctor, you become successful. But if you're already a doctor amidst a group of doctors, then you would have to be someone who's probably a director at the hospital or like um, multiple specializations. I don't know. I don't really uh, know what doctors would perceive as more successful if you're with a group of doctors. But that's pretty much... Like that's pretty much in general what people do. They gauge them. They gauge other people. Uh, they gauge other people's success based on what they perceive as successful. So if you think about it, you know, remember the three types of successes that I was talking about: identity. There's the milestone kind, the destination, and the the result kind, which is um, success in general. People tend to measure what a successful person is based on milestones. Like what have they achieved? How much money do they have? Here's another example. Like in a company, right? You'd have employees. And if you're like a rank and file type of person, uh, type of work, um, you would normally look at managers and your senior, um, senior executives, stuff like that as successful. Um, but are they really successful? 
right? Are they really like destination wise, milestone wise? Yes, they've achieved a certain level of success, right? But do you actually see them as successful people, right? Because like for me, really, if you look at it, like I can be rank and file. I can have a rank and file job and actually be a successful person and even more successful than my manager or my boss. That can happen. Now, if you're saying like, wait, 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 Carla, that's, that's not possible. So let me ask you a series of questions. And this is, um, these questions I asked um, at the freelancer meetup, and it's surprising, you know, the answers, but it's also reality. So here's what I did. So I started out with this question. Will you consider someone who's earning minimum wage as successful? And the majority of the class, the majority of the attendees said no. The others were not sure because they didn't either respond or raise their hands. But then I changed the question and I said, okay, let's do this. What if this same person earning minimum wage, you find out that he gets to travel to a different country every month, all expense paid. Would you now consider this person as successful? And the majority of the room said, yes, that person is successful. So I changed the parameter and suddenly it changed. The answer changed. So what was originally a measure of success to people, which was income, became no longer the factor for success. When I changed, you know, the situation, the circumstance. So it's quite fascinating, really. And this made me realize that measuring if a person is successful or not, it's pretty subjective, it's ambiguous, but in the same way, people don't understand how to measure success. They don't understand it based on that result that I perceive, like majority. I'm not saying all, but majority don't know really, which is fine. I mean, it's not super important. You don't exactly need to know this information to be successful, right? Um, It's a good to know. But when you know this, it might actually help you have a better chance of being successful. So I kind of relate this to like joining a contest. So if you know the criteria for winning, the criteria for judging, then you can actually zero in on those items and that may increase your chances of winning. Like for example, if let's say you're in a singing contest and part of the criteria is audience impact. So what you can do is you can bring your friends, you know, bring a lot of them, bring 50 friends, 100 friends, 
to cheer for you. And that will actually help you win because you know that that's part of the criteria for judging. So let's just add up more questions. So what if this person who earns minimum wage doesn't travel the world anymore? Would you then consider this person as not successful? Or would you still consider him as successful? What if all of a sudden you find out this, that this person gets to help families, you know, the oppressed, he's advocating, you know, stuff like anti-suicide or like advocating um, environment protection, wildlife protection, stuff like that. Would you then consider him as successful or not? And again, the answer to this is ambiguous because you may not be able to relate with that person. You don't find helping wildlife or helping suicidals as successful. You probably, when, when all these questions came, you're probably like, Oh, traveling in the world, traveling the world doesn't make that person successful. So it's still ambiguous. But the truth is, there is a determinant of success. At least this is my perspective, how I see it. And it's really predicated in one thing. And that is control. Do you have control over what you want to do in your life? Do you have the ability and the means to do what you're set out to do and what you said you're set out to do? What you want to do, can you do it? Do I have the control to do that? I'm not talking about you controlling others. I'm talking about you controlling your result. Because when you control others, that's manipulation. You just manipulate people. But I'm talking about self-control. You being able to control your result. And the result that you're after are the results that are dear to your heart. What are you passionate about? What are the things that you're longing to do? What are the things that you want to advocate on? You know, do you want to help people? Do you want to serve your community? Do you want to build a business? You know, do you want to travel the world? I like to believe that the people who said, yay, I, you know, that's a successful person when I said that this person only had minimum wage but able to travel to different countries uh, every month, right? I like to believe that they have that dream of, you know, just going out there, living the life and traveling the world. They, they want travel as part of their life, you know, that's, that's a dream for them. That's a lifestyle that they want to have. Now, if I'm a person and I can't do that, or I'm limited to doing that, I'm re I really can't. Like, I, I would love to, but I can't. You know, I've, I've heard that quite a lot. Like, I wish I could, but I, I can't right now because I have bills to pay, this and that, right? So that's a scenario 
were in, you don't have control over your result. So your success thing, you know, your success meter for that specific area is very low. I wouldn't call you successful in terms of that. So I believe that successful people in terms of result, again, not in terms of identity, in terms of result, successful people are the ones who are able to control their situation, their life in such a way that it's leaning towards the things that they really want to do and pursue. Now, money is a solution to control. All right, it's a solution, it's not the solution. Right? Like if I want to travel the world, if I have a lot of money, then I can do that. If I want to be healthy, then I can have checks every year, I can pay for health insurance. I can also, you know, buy food that's organic and free of chemicals, free of whatever, right? Natural um, and these are more expensive, basically. So you can't afford to actually buy the things that can make you healthy. As opposed to if you didn't have enough money, you're going to say, I would love to do that, but I don't really have money. You know, I've, I've read of this article uh, one time where in, in one part of the world, probably in Africa, something like that. I'm not exactly sure. Um, but they were creating, they were making um, mud cookies, right? Which they sold to people. And this is like really made of mud. Like literally made of mud. It's not like a culture thing. But it was a, it was a poverty problem. It was a starvation problem. That they didn't have enough money to buy real food. So they opted to buy, you know mud and eat that because that's that's what they can afford it's sad but that's the reality of things they didn't have much control because they didn't have a lot of money now money isn't the only thing it's not the only way to have control right like there there are times and i've traveled a lot um just because i was a travel photographer for a while so um, and I've also been involved in the tourism industry, and I've loved it, and I think I'm sticking around, right? Um, so one of the things that I've learned to do is to travel for cheap, like super cheap. Like I'm not a hitchhiker kind of person, but uh, I've done certain things like couch surfing. And this is pre-Airbnb, so before Air Airbnb was there, like, I don't know the dates, but before I saw Airbnb, I saw couch surfing way back. And couch surfing, what they did, it was just a community of people who love to travel. And you can offer your, you know, yourself in terms of like showing people places, you know, your own hometown um, when people visit. Or like they actually let you share, you know, they get to share their own house their own room yeah your own your own house basically you can give them a bed a couch right where they can sleep in for free and in exchange of that just you know just maybe wash the dishes or something like that but like it's really just welcoming people into your own home right and normally people from different countries you know and you get to do the same thing too 
Um, so if you're interested in that, uh, just go to couchsurfing.com. You can probably, you know, just search it up in Google. But I was able to minimize my expenses because I've looked into certain ways wherein I could like just have enough money to just travel. And it didn't it didn't have to be super expensive, right? So it did still require a bit of money, but like that's not the only thing. You can be as resourceful as you want to create the control that you need, right? So for example, I've traveled to South Korea before. I think I've only spent like $50, something like that. No, well, excluding airfare, but $50 from the day I arrived. And that's because I actually lived... Um, with my cousin in South Korea for a while. Um, I mean, she lived in South Korea for a while. So I stayed at her house and ate her food, stuff like that. So the travel things, I mean, the going around Seoul, I stayed in Seoul, Korea. Um, it didn't, I didn't really have to spend that much. And then I, same thing happened in Taipei, Taiwan. I stayed there. I think I only spent, yeah, probably the same thing. But Anyway, less than $100. And I'm not talking about three days, two nights. I'm talking about like seven, eight days. I was even watching a TED Talk uh, one time, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, of this guy who actually traveled a lot. And before that, he said he couldn't afford to travel. But right after that, he he's traveled to, I don't know how much, but I think more than 50 countries or something like that in just a span of a few years. And he said something that's super interesting. He said, if you can take care of three things, which is the major thing about travel, number one is transportation, number two is accommodations, and number three is food. That's pretty much it. You know, you get to travel um, if you can cover those three because that's where you actually need to spend. Then if you could reduce the cost of those three things, then you have the ability to travel. So accommodations he did he also did couch surfing so that covers that basically it's for free so he doesn't have to pay for accommodations transportation he need, he just needs to find the best way to get to a certain place so airfare was what he needed to cover um and there are different ways to do that you know you can use your own money you can use other people's money you can get a sponsor right you know I've heard a lot of people going to YouTube and just earning from that so or getting sponsors to get trips. Truth be told, I was actually um, an air... What? How do I call it? I was a mystery shopper for an airline. It's a local airline, but I was a mystery shopper. And what I'd do would be um, I'd get into a plane, assess their service... So that means I would have to fly to a certain place from one point to the next and then go back. So that that actually helped me travel a lot too. You know, if it, if it takes care of the airfare, the transportation, then it's all good. So this guy also, um, I don't think he did that, but he actually did hitchhiking. So he only needs to pay up to a certain point. Let's say he goes to like South America, he just needs to like travel there, maybe plane or I don't know, he can drive there. Uh, from where he is not sure exactly from where he was but you know just needs to get it somewhere and then he can he, he could you do country hopping by just you know hitchhiking and that worked for him um of course there's visa fees and stuff like that so but it 
allows you to minimize your costs. And the third thing that he did um, and he needed to cover was food. So there are a lot of different ways to cover for food. And it just means, you know, just eating local, eating uh, street food is probably cheaper in some places. Like, yeah, like we discovered, for example, that in South Korea, if you eat local food, you know, if you're in a local restaurant, which is cool. We love Korean food, me and my wife. So, but if you, if you go to a local restaurant, it's basically cheaper than if you go to a, a more Western kind of restaurant. So you just need a little bit of research to be able to find out which food is great. You know, in some places, um, restaurant, not restaurant, like convenience, convenience store food is awesome. Like if you go to Thailand, my gosh, the convenience store food there is like super, super awesome. So you can really be resourceful to create the control that you need so that you become successful. So we talked about money. We talked about, you know, doing research, finding out how else we can do things to create that control. You can also use your persona, you know, like being friendly. Like if you if you like helping people, just do that. Just help people. Sometimes um, our own mindset or my our own mindsets are stopping us from doing things because we're not quali- if we feel we're not qualified enough or we feel we're not good enough to actually do whatever it is that that you want to do another thing is connections you know let's say let's say you find out let's say you have a dream right you have a dream of becoming a i don't know a filmmaker under this specific person, right? And then you find out that your friend is actually a friend, a good friend of that director. So this director is what's gonna make my dreams come true and see myself successful. And all I need to do is talk to my friend, connection. And some people see that as a bad thing. You know, for years I've, I've been seeing that as like, I don't wanna do that, but you know, life is about relationships. That's really what I believe in. So, success, control. And I'm, I'm sure there are a lot of other ways to create this control that you have, that you can have. So I want you to just think about that. Just think about how you can actually create control in your life to pursue the dreams that you have. But really the most important thing is just get started, you know, look at your dreams and see what you can get started on right now. Money is not just your option for success. There are other ways. Some people will look at me and um, they really won't see me as successful. Other people will look at me and they're going to say, I'm super successful. It's really very subjective. It's, re- it's very subjective based on the results that other people are expecting of me, you know? But that doesn't matter because what matters is are my own personal goals, are, are my own personal passions being addressed? Am I able to pursue the things that I want to do? Some people don't have the luxury of doing what I'm doing. Other people can't do what I do 
just because of their situation. I can't do what other people do just because of my situation. But that doesn't really matter. So the question I want to ask you is, are you living a life that you're designed to live? Are you living who you are? And if you don't, that's all right. But at least now, you're aware of what you need to pursue. What control do you need to gain to be able to create the success, the results that you want in your life? All right? Cool, we're done. <laughs> All right, so that concludes this episode. And um, if you know anyone who would probably benefit, you know, in listening to this podcast, and I would really, really appreciate it if you could just share this with them. And whatever you're using, whether it's Apple Podcasts or Google or whatever, you know, and you like what you're hearing, then just subscribe so that you get updated whenever I upload something new. All right, cool. So I'll see you again. You'll hear from me next time in the next episode. You guys have an awesome, awesome day.